0: Welcome to the Carline Load Sports Show. I'm Robert Laidlaw.
1: And I'm Sean Carlin.
0: Sean, you seem to have a bit of dust around your eyes. What's created that, mate?
1: I've just come back from riding the Birdswood track on my uh, KLR 650 Kawasaki.
0: A motorbike. You went on the Birdswood track on a motorbike. I did. I, left, uh, I was away for
1: eight days and a friend of mine and his son, Dale Halliday and Harry Halliday came in their four-wheel drive as my support a vehicle. And, yeah, we went from Gawler up to
0: Birdsville and back again. Lucky you got such a good sporting background to be able to survive that. Well, (laughs) I'm not a great... I've been
1: riding now for a little while, and I feel very comfortable riding on the road on the the black surface. But um, I bought this adventure bike so I could go and do a bit of adventuring. But um, it was... And I've sort of been practising, but (laughs) I've worked out I'm not that good...
0: Well, practicing in your backyard is not exactly <laughs> the same as... Uh,
1: <laughs> no, I've been riding around there. There's plenty of uh, dirt roads around the Barossa area and Gawler and and Surround. So I've been practicing, but uh, I really enjoyed it. But it's very different riding a bike on the dirt for that far compared to um, riding on the bitumen.
0: Well, where did you start? And, and just tell us the early uh, couple of days. Yeah, well, I saw it. I, I always wanted to do it. I wanted to do the Birdsville
1: track. That was a, a goal. And um, so I thought, I'll do that. And I picked up an Adventure Rider magazine, and there was a, th- a trip in there that a guy had written about in photos. He'd gone from Adelaide up to the Flinders and back over a three-day a long weekend. So I followed some of his tracks, and that was we rode up on the bitumen to um, Town, and then we headed across to Morgan on the dirt road to the river, and then we took all the pastoral tracks the plan was to follow them all the way to Craddock Hotel where we stayed, but we got to Yunta and by then it was 4:30 on the first day, and we were running a little bit late. We did get lost uh, for about an hour, which is easier than I did have everything marked out, and I had my maps and digital maps, but um, they didn't quite, quite follow. That yeah, I had to go through gates because you're it, on pastoral tracks. Yes, and we were following this track, thinking, "Yep, we're right, we're right." And there was a there was a gate on the left, not off off the track. And there's no anything, no, that can't be it. So we kept going and, and we found out that was it. So that was. <laughs> <laughs> We came back and then we got to Yonch and I said, look, we're not going to make it to Craddock on the way we want to go. So we had to hit the uh, blacktop down to uh, Peterborough, Murrow, yeah. and then up to Craddock, which um, I, don't, I don't recommend people riding a motorbike in the dark around that area because seriously, as soon as we got onto the dirt roads out of Morgan the amount of emus and kangaroos was amazing. And uh, kangaroos um, were pretty good. Like When they can see you, they're not too bad, but emus are just, they're, they're nutbags. Like they're.
0: They charge you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you don't know what they're going to do. They'll go one way, they'll turn around, they'll do three or four different directions and you have no idea what's going on. But luckily, we made it with no no issues.
0: Well, thinking for Morgan uh, going across country to Craddock, uh, that's just not exactly on a straight line.
1: No, and it wasn't, and uh, but, and the roads, uh, it's just, you know, when you haven't done it before, you don't know the roads, and the last bit of uh, stretch was on a, a fairly major dirt road for a good 100 k's, but it was very loose, loose gravel, and on the motorbike, in a four-wheel drive, it's no big deal, but on a motorbike, um, you're skating around all over the place, and uh, if you make a mistake,
0: uh, you're in trouble. Just a point of interest, uh, Craddock Hotel, I believe uh, in about November every year they have an annual cricket game, uh, Craddock and uh, Hawker, which goes back to the 1800s. It's, uh, it's, it's been uh, specials on the TV about it, and it's one day I'd love to go up there and, and see one of those cricket games.
1: We'll have to head up because Dickie <laughs> is uh, the guy who runs the pub up there, good bloke, and uh, actually really nice pub. The Craddock pub was really nice. Had a, a couple of drinks and a nice couple of meals there. It's been two days there, actually. so.
0: Um, use that as our base to explore the Flinders. Okay, uh, where'd you head then? Up to Flinders? Yeah, we, well, we went
1: to... Uh, the next day I wanted to ride right around the Flinders, so we went up the Morrilanic Scenic Drive and then uh, into Wilpena, and then we followed Bunyaroo Gorge through to Blindman Hotel where we had lunch and then um, followed the Parachuna Gorge back to the parachuna pub and then headed back down again through Hawker to Craddock for another night. Um, and that was like... I hadn't been. I've only been into the uh, northern, like the Northern Flinders Wilpena Pound area once before with, uh, for a holiday, and um, riding through there was spectacular, really beautiful. I'll, I'll certainly be going back there.
0: Now, obviously, then you're heading off uh, towards the Birdwood Track. Did you go to there's a town up there, Farina? Have you heard of that one?
1: I did. In fact, my mate went there last year. He went up to Birdsville for the Big Red Bash last year, and he said you've got to stop at Farina. They've got a bakery now. There, it's an old. Uh, historic town that's they're rebuilding and so So it's fascinating they've rebuilt this uh scotch oven uh and they bake there every day and it's only for eight weeks of the year so and they get volunteers come in and they're actually rebuilding the town and they're slowly redoing it and they had a lot of information up there and i had a good chat to some of the volunteers these the lady i spoke to was from perth and so they drove all all the way over they spent a couple of weeks uh volunteering and then they will drive all the way back. So mostly um, older, older couples or, and the retired people, but
0: doing a great job, and the,
1: and the food was delicious.
0: So they're re- rebuilding the town. Yeah. What, what are they focusing on, like the old hotel?
1: The old hotel is... Uh, they're, so they're doing a lot of excavating. Uh, they're using all the old stone and materials they can find from around the place. Uh, so they so they've done the bakery or the oven, and they're slowly doing different parts. So they've got the church, they've got the um, pub, they've got the school, a uh, hospital, um, and they've got lots of information signs. So where they've got some places they're not going to rebuild because there's just nothing there, but what they've done is erect these sort of pagolas with information about what was on that site and, and what life might have been like back at the time, which was it was pretty fascinating walking around and reading all the information.
0: I suppose your next stop might be Maui. Did you have an opportunity to see where the Maui man was?
1: I did see. Well, I didn't see the Maori man because I think you've got to be in the air to see that. But they have a big stone man, which is a marker. And again, it was one of those things. There's so much. There's actually so much to do up there. And um, but because you sort of want a schedule and riding your bike up there again, you just don't want to be riding. You got to get in the daytime hours because you don't want to be riding too early in the morning and you don't want to be riding after dusk because, as I said, there's a lot of. uh, possible animals that can jump out including cows and sheep and goats and all sorts of things
0: now for Maui to Birdsville I think there's only one petrol stop on the way um, Mangaree or something like Mangareni. that Mangaree Mangarani.
1: Yeah. and there is, uh, there is a hotel there where we stayed um, it's a great spot You if you ever get a chance get up there because uh, Phil and Deb are the proprietors there. they're, they're actually trying to sell the joint but um, it was a very interesting place a lot of people because this big red bash up in Birdsville, and also they had the Mari camel races on uh, this weekend just gone. So Did you compete? <laughs> I was trying to, but they said it would be unfair against the other camels. Fact, no.
0: <laughs> I'm just trying to think. Flying octopuses and riding uh, camels, I mean. Uh,
1: oh, that was my disappointment. I did have a curry camel pie in Bur- at the Birdsville Bakery. But I did not see a camel. I, I really wanted to see a camel out there, because apparently there's a lot, but I did not see one.
0: Well, heading up there, uh Beltane is very famous for uh, having camels around the place. That's uh, up uh, north of uh, Parachilna.
1: Yeah, I saw the sign again. A few people were heading off to Beltona Historic Township, and but I thought, OK, even there was a few different little places along the way that I, I saw as I went by, but I thought I'd have to come back and spend a bit more time um, and then be able to have a look around. Because my goal was, I wanted to go on the Birdsville track, we wanted to get up to Birdsville. And well, so that's how, that I'm, was the aim. I'm
0: just wondering, uh, there, there's a very famous guy out that way to live with the mail, Tom Cruise or something. Was there anything about him there?
1: There was a lot of stuff about him. In fact, at Mungarani, they had some of his old trucks. Yeah? Uh, which, was, which was really interesting. But in the, in the bar, which there's not much else to do there, so I did spend a little bit of time sitting at the bar, just drinking soft drinks, of course. Of course. Uh, but they had on playing was this documentary about Tom Cruise and that was I, I mean I knew a bit about him and also at Maree they had some information I had uh, I think a couple of his trucks there because he did live at Maori, that was his base but um, and also the movie Back of Beyond Yeah. so I had not I, have never, I didn't know there was this movie that they made but it was all, it was, the documentary was also about making the movie but his whole life so I thought I've got to watch that now when I'm that home was, now so I've like, watch it 70
0: years ago that was made before, before we were uh,
1: born uh nineteen mid fifties, I reckon yeah. fifty four to fifty six yeah, somewhere. Somewhere in, in there, yeah. yeah. And like those seriously though when you start watching stuff like that, like you're out on the motorbike thinking, hey, I'm pretty adventurous. But <laughs> we had like when you look at people the previous generations, they're so much tougher than us. <laughs> you know, there was nothing up there. And they just and the things that they were driving around in were pretty crazy. But um they just make it happen. And there was some pictures, you know, they see this truck with all these 44-gallon drums strapped to the side. And, I mean, there was just so much stuff in there. It was amazing.
0: Well, what about uh, Birdsville? What what was it like being... Is that the first time you were there?
1: Yeah, I I had never been... I had gone up to Lake Eyre many years ago when it flooded. And um, so this was the furthest north I'd gone. And, uh, yeah, Birdsville, uh, is not a big place, is it? But obviously the pub... And the bakery and uh, the Diamantina River, there. And we stayed in the caravan park, which is really quite nice. But there was, as I said, this big red bash is on, or about to start actually. John and, Farnham uh, John headline? Farnham's yeah. headline. Last year was Ian Moss. And they got, like, so there's 8,000 people, right, are going to be camping out at Big Red, which is the Big June system, or the start of the June system for the Simpson Desert. And um, we rode out there to have a look. And, uh, but already, they were just the outskirts were full of people camping in their caravans and all sorts of stuff there was amazing vehicles there was a suzuki mighty boy (laughs) and right next to it was this massive four-wheel drive truck that would have cost hundreds of thousands of dollars and then next to that was this great four-wheel drive red coaster minivan and so there was all sorts of stuff up there but um our generation, I think, was there. Like, it was certainly these sort of grey nomads were heading up there for that, for that particular festival.
0: Well, what about on the way back? Um, did you go to Worsley Park, which is in the... Yeah, European on the way there? back,
1: again, okay. we stopped at Mungerani because we thought, I just wanted to break the track into two days and not trying to... Again, on the bike, on the four-wheel drive, you could go pretty... The track's pretty good, actually, but on a bike, like, you've got loose stones, you've got rocks, you've got the bull dust, you've got, you know, a bit of everything. So you really have to focus... Um, and as I said I'm not that good on the bike so did you get a war wound I, I actually got hit by a rock right in the collarbone from a four wheel drive coming the other way but you know that's right that's, I thought for a minute I might die but then after about ah, 10 seconds tough, I knew I was tough. okay I thought yeah I'm right. but when you see this rock flying towards you, you think oh no anyway it's too late. Um, but uh, yeah so we went from Mungurani uh, back to Maree and then we headed uh, straight down that and we went through actually Brackina Gorge yep and back through Bunyuru Gorge um and again, it was getting a bit late by then because it was a fairly long day, so the, the ride into Rawlsley Park was in the dark and it was about, I reckon, about one degree, so I was actually freezing. And again, <laughs> kangaroos and emus. More, like, It was like you come, when you turned onto the road to go to Rawlsley Park, it was like just kangaroos everywhere. So again, uh, take your time, don't rush.
0: Yeah, Rawlsley Park, they got a... Uh, Surprisingly good restaurant I think it's called the Woolshed yeah. restaurant what was that
1: like It was pretty fancy I was like after what we'd been used to and then we went in there we thought oh, this is pretty fancy candle lit and beautiful fires and the food was delicious. We had this uh, lamb platter which was just great and so um, highly recommend it if you get there but it was certainly uh, fancier than I thought it would be.
0: I mean obviously you headed home what through aquadock and and uh, Borough.
1: Yeah, we decided to come back through Ororoo, uh, Peterborough, back to Borough and then into Gore. So that was yesterday. We got in late uh, yesterday. So how long all up? Uh, eight days, 3,100 k's in eight days. And uh, the bike was really good, didn't miss a beat. Um, I didn't come off, which was even better.
0: <laughs> and, you, um, and you didn't get taken by a wedgetail eagle.
1: I love wedgetail eagles, though. And there, was, um, there were a few flying around, the birds were tracking, there was one I saw sitting in a tree. I stopped and I rode up very quietly to it so I could get um, some GoPro footage And off the flew, and their wingspans. Just, I just love eagles and the wedge. This is massive. It was just great to see it take off.
0: One more question. Would you do it again?
1: Uh, look, I, I love the Outback. I don't know if I'd do it on a motorbike again because um, I think my ability uh, takes away from my enjoyment. And so I'd love to go back up there, and this time I'll take my wife and we'll probably go on a full drive and, and enjoy it.
0: Thanks for sharing. This is the end of another Carlin Road Sports Show. I'm Robert Laidlaw.
1: And I'm Sean Carlin.